everybody. Welcome to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. I am your host, Khalil, and this week on the podcast, we are joined by old friend, old partner, old uh, collector, friend, everything under the sun, um, partner in crime when looking for toys, um, Bill. And uh, it, it was really good to catch up with him because one of the reasons I started the podcast was I liked what happened when when my friends would meet up and trade off toys. Brian and I, Bill and I, Junior and I, um, and then it has extended to, to, to our new friends um, that you have all heard on the podcast. And it's been really great to kind of have that connection. Um, and I thought that they were always great conversations. Like it was, we went from movies to TV to, and, and you'll see like the, the conversation dies down a little bit and then we find something and we kind of rekindle. And it's funny because we have those moments in person where one of us is like, oh, I should go in or, oh, I should go do this or, oh, I should go do that. Like a couple weeks ago, I met up with Bill and I wanted to go to a store and we stood outside the parking lot of the store so long that the car started pulling away and I just looked at him and I go, what time does the store close? And we realized it had closed and I had missed my opportunity. Um, so it, that's the, the, the genesis and that's the point of doing this podcast so that you guys get to hear these conversations realize they're normal and how much fun they can be even when they die down and then pull back up and you'll see this with me and jesse and and dj next week and and bill and i this week it's it's a really good conversation that um hopefully we'll all be able to have in person because i love having these at toy fair and comic-con and all those things um so follow us um we are at caster's corner on all social media um make sure to check out the well yeah this podcast please subscribe to it we really appreciate it check out our youtube channel um we do daily toy reviews we're up to like the 180s at this point um high 80s and uh so excited to kind of share that guy with you guys um and you can check out all the bill's customs i usually repost it but it's zombie casablanca on uh instagram and you can check out a lot of his custom work which i have to admit has been mistaken for true product recently on some other toy channels and we had to correct them and say nope it's a custom and this is the guy that made it so he he is an amazing artist and you can see some of his work sitting right over my shoulder every night on the toy of the day um so thank you guys for listening and uh hope you guys enjoy so without further ado it is myself it is bill enjoy the video It's weird because I was sitting here thinking um, when you weren't signing in, I was like, wait, is he coming here? Do we talk about that? Because like we're at that point now where we could hang out. Oh, true. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, did we never specified if this was in person or not? So I was like, I hope like he doesn't like pull up outside and be like, which is fine. I have all the equipment. It's not like I don't have it, but it, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I have to be more specific next time with people um about yeah especially if it's especially if it's local yeah Yeah. no i like i I assumed it was going to be zoom uh so i was kind of like you know prepped for that but uh yeah that's actually a really good point that like it didn't have to be i guess no no Uh, it didn't it really didn't well except for the fact that where we usually do it on the back porch is ungodly hot because there's no air conditioning out there yeah and we can't run the fan while we're recording so it's it's Mm -hmm. a nightmare to do it and the room I do at the office I have it all set up in is not conducive for multiple people so gotcha I feel like I haven't talked or seen you in weeks 
because we, yeah. we kept dropping toys off for each other, but not hanging mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. How are you? I'm exhausted and mm-hmm. overwhelmed and everything that comes along with that. But and we it. still talk, but it's it's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's like it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I had these toys for you. Oh, yeah, but I dropped them off on your doorstep. Or, oh, no, no, you yeah. had these and I picked them up. Okay, yeah, no. Because we usually talk for like a good hour. Yeah. Whenever we drop off stuff. So, mm. and even my last drop off with Junior was like 10 minutes because he was, it was after work. So he kind of just was like, yeah. I got to go to sleep. Like, I just mm-hmm. can't. Um, no, it's, it, it's, it's actually a good, that's a good point. Cause like, it's funny. I've done that with other people, but like, I haven't had a chance to do it with you recently. Cause like, I met up with Junior last weekend and we did the same thing. We were just like, you know, bullshitting for like 45 minutes in yeah. the, uh, the, the GameStop parking lot. And uh, uh, even, um, uh, ben Grimm, like you know, we just like you know got to chat, and when we met up the other day to swap some GI Joe figures. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you find everything, by the way? Uh, you... for GI Joe stuff, yes. Okay. Yeah, I've cool. got my uh, I've got my mini squad of uh, uh, the um, the new Cobra Troopers that came cool. out uh, along with Stalker. So, um, yeah. Interestingly, these are like all new figures. Um, you know, which actually I was holding off on like you know the GI Joe retro stuff that Hasbro is doing now because like you know up till now it's just been all recast and i'm right. like well i still have the 25th era stuff like that came out 10 years ago so i don't need to buy it again right and like you know i like don't mean to cast dispersions but i'm not crazy about the card art like i actually don't think it's a super great job of like you know kind of conveying the style of the originals um no it looks a little like kind of half-assed to me yeah so i don't really care about the carded part um, but like Stalker and Cobra Troop, both brand new sculpts, which I was like, oh, that's interesting. You're nice. actually doing something like entirely new here. That's cool. And they haven't even announced it yet. Yeah, no, they've un- not even officially <laughs> been announced. Uh, this is uh, uh, the the Cobra Trooper actually has the uh, the he's he's actually got hair instead of just a buzz cut. Oh, cool. uh, so like, you know, I'm calling this my uh, my Pantene squad because, uh, you know, they've got the, the fancy little wavy hair. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. We're halfway through Yojo June, and they didn't even bring up that vintage because everybody was wondering whether or not this vintage iteration was going to continue. Like there was a big yeah. question on because mm-hmm. it, it's been a while since the last wave. Like Lady J Wave came out, like, and nobody's heard anything, and they haven't gone on record with it. And then all of a sudden, just pop! There it is. Yeah, there we are. So. Yeah, it literally just surfaced out of nowhere. Uh, Hasbro did their entire thing at the beginning of the month uh, where they did the whole thing. No mention of it whatsoever. No. Um, my my theory was still like wondering whatever, uh, you know, whatever Super 7 is up to with G.I. Joe because like, you know, that's been teased. But Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm still wondering if that's going to replace uh, Hasbro doing anything in the three and three quarter inch scale. Although I was more convinced of that at the top of the month, less so now because uh, I just saw the, uh, just saw the, the reveal yesterday of the super seven ultimate gold R from uh, uh, my, uh, power Rangers. Yeah. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. So they're really getting close to doing the same thing Hasbro's doing here. You know, I, and, and this is not anything known. This is just mm-hmm. reading the room. And so when we did our transformer um, Q and a back for whenever they had their Hasbro Hascon pulse con, mm-hmm. So we got to talk to the Transformers team and we didn't get to record it. Like it wasn't allowed. So I don't have it um, on on record, but um, it, there was a question on, on how, because the red line is kind of like drips and drabs. 
mm-hmm. for Transformers. And so, and and there's a point to this because GI Joe team, there's overlap with the GI Joe team and the and the Transformers team. And so we asked, like, how is other companies like Super Seven making, you know, figures in a similar scale impacting your plans going forward? And they were like, oh, they're totally different things. Like, we're, you know, they're they're meant to do this, this, and this, and ours are blah, 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 this, this, and this. And it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this was like a top-down or a top decision to, like, you know, sell off the license to like, cause yeah. diamond has it. Super seven has it. I think somebody else has it. Like there's multiple Omezco, like mm-hmm. there's multiple companies taking over these Hasbro licenses that 10 years ago, everybody was like, yeah, no, nobody else does transformer toys. Unless they're like imports or third party or things like that. So I wonder if there's the same feeling on the Joe team going, yeah, we don't give a shit what, mm-hmm. <laughs> what they're doing. We're going to keep doing our thing. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, I do feel like it stays in it, like maybe not to the layman, but for anybody who actually is like, you know, in the collecting community, there usually is a pretty, there's some kind of distinction at least, right? Like, you know, you could look at something and be like, oh yeah, no, that's clearly something Super 7's doing. You know, even like, even when it gets sort of similar, like uh, I'd say the most similar we've seen so far is probably like Nika and Super 7 both doing Ninja Turtle stuff. But, you know, even then, you know, if you know the, you know, the cartoon or if you know the vintage like 80s, playmates line you know you could tell like oh well that's what this is from right you know it's it's, it's fairly obvious um you know and if you pre-order it and wait for you know two about years. two years uh then uh <laughs> it's super seven and if you drive to a million targets and can't find it it's naka uh yeah, so right. um but it, they actually have been getting a little better and i give them credit for that uh, the online stuff has helped too it has the, the online pre-order yeah. option where they're kind of made to order even though there is again a, a decent waiting period, at least you know you're getting your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I think that I, that's good. Yeah, I w- I will say though I feel like based on like based on the Goldar reveal alone, like um, Power Rangers is the first one where like it actually like confused me. It didn't compute when I first read it. I was like I didn't even like pay attention to the Super Seven. I was like, oh, Hasbro's doing another Goldar. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I was, then when I thought about it, I was like, wow. So this is literally like the only real difference here is an inch and probably I'm guessing about like 30 to $40 on the retail price tag. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, did they, and I, I, I'm so out of power Rangers. I never was in it. Um, is he the first power ranger they're announcing? I can't remember uh, if they showed I think off he's anything. The first, I think he's the first ultimate, but I'm also not super familiar like mm-hmm. i know they've been doing the reaction stuff i assumed they were just going to stick to reaction i didn't even know they had plans to do like ultimates but i have to assume they're going to do reaction for for joe's i can't see mm-hmm. them doing an ultimate line considering classified and mezco mm-hmm. like i i don't see that being a viable option where we're going to pay you know 60 dollars plus shipping Mm-hmm. for one G.I. Joe figure when we have pretty good alternatives that offer different things. Like Mezco to me feels more like an investment with Destro. Like I went for yeah. Destro just because I'm like, listen, these got some really cool accessories. They got some really good heads. This will be compatible theoretically with um, classified. So I'm good with that. And if it doesn't in three years, 
the resale value on one twelves are usually pretty solid. So yeah. if I had to, you know, dump it, I could. So yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, it is actually one of the things I usually try to keep lines apart, especially when it's the same brand. Like mm-hmm. for the longest time, I had all my one twelves like on a separate shelf. Um, but with the Marvel ones that I had, I actually uh, started like integrating them into my. Um, uh, Marvel Legends display because I was like, you know what? Like these are literally the same scale, and they actually, despite the the soft goods, like look pretty good together, especially yeah. depending on the figure. So, um, the Mezco Blade actually took a spot in my Legend shelf currently, and um, I liked him so much, I actually like got rid of the Marvel Legends Blade, who I was never a huge fan of, because uh, I was like, yeah, you know what? Like I'm happy just having this as my blade. Like, yeah, that's cool. So. That that's a good figure. That that's one of those times where I go. I, I was pissed. I remember because I, I had to work that day, and and mm-hmm. you went and and Toisha's went for me, and the two of you walked out with stuff, and I was just like, oh, okay. For all the years, I was so pissed at work. I'm like, listen, people, like, I just mm-hmm. had to pay people because essentially it's paying, like, getting yeah. you know the samples. Like, I would have to out of pocket if I wanted copies of them, um, pay for them, and I'm like, yeah, no, this isn't gonna happen again. Like we gotta find mm-hmm. alternatives because Toy Fair weekend. I'm I'm going to New York. Like regardless. Yeah. Um, but no, that was a good figure. That was a really good figure. I think I did photos of it. I think I was. I think I bought uh, it. I think so. Yeah. Did photos and then gave it back to you. So. Um, yeah, I I bought the Wolverine, the new one that's coming out, the deluxe steel box, whatever he's gonna be, just because yeah. of that Sentinel base. Because I'm like, it lights up, it looks really cool, and it's a cool looking Wolverine. So, like, and there's another good crossover. Like, that's a perfect piece to use for that, or to swap out if you got like, you know, Legends on display. Yeah, uh, you know, just like you know, using that as a base diorama for them too. So, yeah, and I'm still like chomping at the bit, <coughs> like trying not to go in for the May FX um, X Men because they just oh, yeah. look too good. Yeah. And I still haven't jumped into that pool yet, but it's getting harder and harder with every new release. So yeah, yeah, no, I I hear you. I've been getting better at like drawing the line on stuff, like you know what I'm like allowing myself to do and what I'm like just saying is off limits. So mm. um, when it comes to like the really pricey stuff or like import stuff, I'm not letting myself do any series anymore. I could do like a one-off figure here and there. Like I got the um uh uh Fisen, uh the um. You know, the company, uh, the Chinese company that does like, you know, like dolls with like, you know, kind of like uh, like soft rubber skin overlay mm-hmm. and like, you know, uh, skeletons underneath for the articulation. Um, they recently switched to uh, uh, like six inch scale for some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did Red Sonja, who was always one of my favorite like comic characters. Yeah. I was always like super into Red Sonja. So I bit the bullet and decided I'm like, you know what? Like I've heard of Fison for so long. I've never actually messed with any of their toys, but like, this is the scale I like. It's a character I love, like, you know, who rarely gets a toy. Mm-hmm. So I was actually willing to like, you know, bite on that one. Cause, and I was like, you know what? It's not a series, you know, it's not like there's going to yeah. be like, it's not like there's going to be a dozen figures in this line. It's right. like her and that's it. So it, I could, I felt that that was an easier way to justify like, you know, paying a little more for a premium figure for an import figure. Um, you know, because it's kind of it's finite that way. That like I know if I did X Men, I'd like need the entire team. And if you're yeah. dealing with like Jim Lee X Men, you know, we're talking like what 12, 13 people. So plus villains. Yeah, like that's just the team. That's not even the yeah. villains that go along with it. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's it's a slip. Like I decided I was going to do Hush. So I bought every May FX Hush so far and I've got the rest on pre-order. Um, and I haven't opened them yet because I'm kind of looking at them going, I will open them. <clears throat> I would like to display them, but I don't want them to just be randomly just hanging around because they're too expensive mm. to just not care like where they are, you know? Yeah. So No, I get that. Did you get her yet? I did, yeah. How is it? How is like the 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 plastic on or the material on top of the skeleton? It's it's really soft. Um I'm a little paranoid because like you know there's a huge like list of like warnings and stuff that uh the figure comes with. It's like, you know, don't leave it in a pose for too long because like you know there'll be a permanent crease and stuff and like feeling the like the softness of it, I can totally see like the I can totally see the point. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's uh it does work well for posing. Uh, the only downside is with her specifically, since she's got so many like intricate like details on like, you know, her like, you know, the metal bikini and the armor and stuff like that. That stuff is so delicate that it's tough to pose the figure like, you know, because I'm like it's literally like Bebop's belt from the Naka figure. Yeah. Like, but everywhere on this figure. Where gotcha. I'm like, OK, if I do this one wrong way, like, you know, the whole thing is just going to fall apart. Gotcha. So um, she looks great. Uh, and if I'm like, if I really want to take my time, I can pose her and she poses really well. Um, but like, I feel like a figure without so much like super detailed, like super intricate, intricate, uh, accessories and like, you know, like costuming and stuff like that would, it would be a much more successful kind of setup for a figure. Yeah. So this is my newest, like random one-off, although I bought a few of them. Um, I got the plunderings. Oh, right on. Yeah. Like, those like those have literally been like all over my Instagram feed for weeks. They're just they're a lot of fun. They're really cute. They're just kind of like I just sit here and like fidget with him while I'm like doing <clears throat> stuff because like parts pop and, and this and that and um yeah, it's kind of you know, two AM Big Bad Toy Store put it back in stock, somebody must have canceled and I just happened to get it like right that on. and it's like Okay, I'll try it out. It's been fun. It's been a fun thing, but nice. Yeah, I'm definitely all over the place with my stuff. Like I'm just looking for like we knew I was going to get here as far as like looking for things to review. Like I have yeah. no shortage of it, but I'm always looking for something newer so that I could get the views for it. Like there's a li- you know, there's a little bit of like, yeah, I can I can review the Black Widow figures from last year, but like who really wants to hear that review now, mm-hmm. you know? And so someday I will get to them. They're, they're in a box somewhere. Actually, I think they're right behind me, but it's like, I'm definitely there where I'm like, okay, like I bought the Skelegod figure just because I needed something new to review. And mm-hmm. I, it's sitting here next to its box and I keep looking at it going, I think I'm going to return it. Like, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I really think I'm going to return it. It just mm-hmm. wasn't. I don't know. You got it. What did you think of it? I like it. I think he's cool. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go crazy on this line overall, but like this, I I know it's a, a new iteration of Skeletor, but it's close enough to a new character that I was able to justify myself. Like, yeah, you know, you can, you can do just this one. So even if I just do him, like I can call it a day at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, really the big thing for me was uh, I ended up, um, I ended up getting a new car this week. So, uh, you know, that's always a, a sort of tough thing for me because like i get 
you know, collecting toys doesn't help, but I get like super sentimental about stuff. So mm-hmm. I got like really sentimental about my old car. Uh, the day that Scale of God popped up was the last full day that I had my old car. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, I want to do one more toy hunt and see what I could come up with, like, you know, in the old car. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of that, like, you know, one last ride, uh, you know, to to Fast and Furious <laughs> it a little bit. Uh, the the one last ride was actually out to the store where I was able to score a Scale of God. So um I like the figure, but even that notwithstanding, like, you know, I'm totally keeping him just because like, you know, it has like sentimental value now. Cause I know that that was like the last toy hunt I had with my, uh, my car that I had for a long time. So, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, I, I don't like the aesthetic that they went with. Like, I think that they look good. Like, I think it all looks good, but when it came to like actually producing it in plastic, it just looks too clean. Like it just looks too nice, and yeah, um, for like he and a Skeletor, like yeah. I mean, I feel like it fits with like it actually doesn't fit too terribly with classics, which I kind of like. Um, you know, and those also had that really kind of clean aesthetic to me. There wasn't too much detail on them, and there wasn't too much in the way of weathering or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. um. You know, and especially with this being like mass retail instead of what those were supposed to be of like, you know, a kind of deluxe like specialty sort of deal. Um, I thought the quality was like decent enough. Um, I'm with you on the designs of the like the character designs in the show in general. That's the one part that I'm still struggling with because like, I don't know, like I just I don't like the super big loincloths and like the really big feet and the small heads. Like it's just, it's a strange aesthetic to me. Like I'm not sure what they were going for and I'm not like a hundred percent sold even after seeing the trailer and everything, as much as I'm like really excited for the show, like the aesthetic, I'm kind of just like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if I'm really feeling this, you know, it's not necessarily a deal break for me though. Cause like I felt that way for a long time about like all the, uh, like Dave Filoni star Wars stuff. Right. Like, I watched mo- like pretty much all the rebels, like really, really liked rebels. Like the story was good enough, but I like really hate that animation style and that character design style that they use for all the shows. Mm-hmm. Like it's what kept me out of clone wars for like, you know, like still to date um, that and the fact that the first season is like super boring. It's so um, like, just like so heavy dense. Like, yeah. It's just, but yeah. like, and then even bad batch, you know, they, they did like a new iteration of it, but it's re- essentially the same style. Like, you mm-hmm. know, the way characters are designed, you know, the way that hair works, you know, the way that, uh, you know, facial structure is like kind of exaggerated and everything is pretty much the same. And it really is like the one thing that I'm not crazy about with that show too. Like, you know, we're actually really have been enjoying the show, but I'm like, you know, like my idea would be if this were live action, but like, you know, that's not going to happen. But like, even if it was a different animation style, like I'd be like, I think happier with it overall. Yeah. I, I, I haven't felt like the, the rush or the, the, like the, that drive of like, I need to see the new episode. I think I'm Mm -hmm. two or three episodes behind at this point. Um, and it's just like, I don't know why. Like it's, they're good. They're good characters. It's kind of just like, but I feel like it's, I feel like Mandalorian was something new and different in some ways, like for us, for the star Wars world. Like I know it's a rip on a different I Like I know the cub and the whatever. Um, but this just feels like more of the same. And it's like, I watched rebels and, and I watched a lot of clone wars and I'm like, okay, I want something a little different. I need something mm-hmm. with a little more 
<clears throat> ragtag group of like it's the A team. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like I mean that's where we are. Like the A team on a different kind of mission. And there's there's only so many times you can do that where it doesn't feel, you know, too repetitive. So I I mean I'm I don't hate it, but I'm not like <clears throat> I'm not upset that I haven't seen it in like two or three weeks and I don't care if people spoil it. I'm kind of like in that mode where I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the master's figures. I think that's one of my biggest criticism about this thing is like, he can't stand like for pictures. I had to lean him cause the feet are so big and the ankles are so small that like, I couldn't get him to stand up at all. Um, so is it just like too loose? Are the ankles on yours like too loose? Because like I've been able to stand mine okay. Yeah, like they just like so they just. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, like, I see. It just completely just falls backwards as soon as like <clears throat> you put any pressure. So he had to be either leaned or propped in some way or repositioned to really get it. And then the cape on mine, when I was posing out the shoulders for some poses, I could see the cape was starting to peel. Because mm-hmm. it's not actually rooted into the figure, it's just yeah, it's glued. got little like magnets. Is it magnets? I think I think it's magnets. Yeah, I think there's like little magnets, uh, like in a string up top. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. No, I'm looking for under. Oh, the whole harness is removable. So so when I I of course took it apart, so I popped the head, mm-hmm. and I realized that the shoulder pads come off, um, just to kind of see how it looked underneath. And I could see the cape starting to peel. So like, and I didn't even get that far as seeing that it was a separate harness. I thought it was just attached to the figure. That's a different perspective on it, but I don't know. We'll see. It's still sitting here. It's not, I got time, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to keep them. I have, I think what's it? It's 90 days for target. Yep. Yeah. So 90 days. So I can yeah, watch gotta, the show, decide if I like months. it and then just not throw out the packaging. But yeah. I want Battle Cat. Like, I kind of want Battle Cat. He sold out everywhere this morning. So I didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even try to go find him. Um, I thought he looked different enough or cool enough that. Mm. And then somebody showed a picture of like a Photoshop of him just spray painted white. And I'm like, mm. oh, now we have Snow Meow. Okay. Because nice. it, it was one of those things where it kind of looked good. But I'm excited for the new Masters cartoon. I, I want something. I think Kevin Smith is going to take it in a different direction, and I'm kind of excited to see that. Yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued to see what it's going to be. Uh, what it's going to be like. Um, you know, it's got a hell of a voice cast. Um, you know, I like the fact that they're actually doing it as a continuation of like the old show. Yeah. Um, you know, like kind of picking up like ten years later or whatever it is. Like you know, like kind of jumping forward and continuing that. Not that it was really an ongoing storyline too much in the you know the the old right. original like you know show anyway, but like I I think that's a cool way to do it because we don't see that too much. You know, usually it's a uh, usually it's like just you know reboot after reboot. Um, yeah. It is kind of funny though. I was uh, I was talking to uh, uh, another friend of mine um, and we had realized that like, I mean, this is kind of just the name of the game now, right? Like, you know, there's less and less new IP and everything is just like taking like, you know, stuff from the eighties and like, you know, rebooting it, rebranding it, relaunching it like, you know, again and again, thinking about it. I don't think there's been anyone that's had like more success than masters. Like every single time that they reboot it into something new, like it seems like it's a hit. 
you know, whether it's like, you know, a commercial hit is one thing, but like, you know, it's like, there's never been that one that was a complete misfire. And that's so rare for like any of these, like, you know, franchises, because most of them have at least that one or two that's a total stumble. Like, you know, whether it's like Thundercats Go, where, you know, it's just like universally hated yeah. or like the G.I. Joe movies that like, you know, were nothing like, you know, G.I. Joe and like, you know, ended up being box office bombs. Yeah. Like, or, um, you know, it just, it seems like there's so many other ones where like, you know, there's at least a couple of reboots that don't work. And like, Masters, granted, hasn't had a ton of like a ton of reimaginations compared to, you know, reimaginings compared to some of those. But mm-hmm. like it's it does seem like everyone kind of hits success. Like the 2000X show was like, you know, big yeah. among like, you know, like that one hit big. So even if it didn't last a super long time, like people were really into it. Um, they did uh, the the classics toy line, you know, was huge. I mean, you know, that was like second only to Marvel Legends for, you know, almost a decade. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, even now, like, you know, origins last year, you know, which, uh, seemed like it was going to be much more throwaway ended up being really big. I mean, aside from He-Man and Skeletor, like the stuff still flies off the shelves. Yeah. No, it like never see it. Like, I don't think, no, I take that back. I'm like, I haven't seen anything new. No, no, no. I've, I've seen new stuff, but yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, He-Man had new adventures and He-Man had its movie. Yeah. And like those two, I think flopped. Because it wasn't, it wasn't close enough to the source material to kind of do. I no, think that, everybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think everybody has those. Um, I think in this new era, I think if you make good toys, people will buy them, regardless mm-hmm. of the BS that goes into all of it. I mean, look at how, for the most part, the fever around GI Joe, like it, it's a new design, right? It's not the classics that we all wanted. I think, I think Mm. I, I wanted six inch versions of like the cartoon. Like, yeah, I did. I, that, that's what I wanted. And I think when I saw Destro, I was like, and snake eyes, I was like, yes. And then I'm like, Oh, roadblocks. Okay. But now they're doing the roadblock. That looks, that new one looks so good. Um, Yeah, it does. But I mean, we're willing to put up with, with the BS for all of it just because like, they they do good things, but I I think if they were crappy toys, I think if they were the quality was bad or whatever, I think I don't think it would it would they it would it would do as well. Like I think even even the two thousand X line for He Man, those toys were were re, like stylized, yes, posed weird, extremely yes, but like the designs were like really good. Like yeah, for the time they were for the time they were great. I mean, they had more <clears throat> articulation than most stuff did in that time. Right. Like, so it was like, you know, they were bigger. They were like much more detailed because, I mean, the sculpts were phenomenal on those. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I mean, that was like, you know, the Four Horsemen, you know, that's really where they like, you know, kind of first came to prominence. And it was because like that line was so good. Yeah. That they became kind of a, a household name, you know, that like everybody in like, you know, toys all of a sudden like knew like, oh, yeah, that's Four Horsemen. Like, you know, those guys are the ones that did, did those like sick Masters toys. Yeah, I think it was Masters in those first waves of Batman and Superman that like, yeah. Mattel was like trying to quietly push mm-hmm. this evergreen line. And it like took off because between the two lines, I think that really propelled them yeah um, into, you know, the like you said, household names for, for collectors. <clears throat> but um yeah i don't know i'm excited to see the show i'm i i'm hoping i don't need the toys 
because that's mm-hmm. usually what what happens is like I hold off getting the toys until I've seen what the property's like to see what it actually is. Yeah, and I really just I don't I don't want another He Man line. I really don't, and it sounds ridiculous, but it's like I'm just I've got like six going right now, and I'm burnt. I'm like I'm done. Like, yeah. I can't add a seventh. Like I really did get this just to be able to talk about the trailer and the BS online with guys and Tila and the being threatened by her and like, but I really just don't, which is weird. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. I need everything. Right. I need, but sure. Yeah. I'm kind of, pull, I'm, I'm just fried on this stuff. Like there's just too much. Um, and it's a weird place to be. Cause like I just bought Frankenstein and I'm like, huh? Okay. This is really cool. Now I want the rest. Yeah. Um, and I'm dying to see where they go with it because he's a. Re- you got one, right? You got. Yours. I did. I haven't opened him yet, but uh, he's actually the one that I've been like, you know, waiting on opening. But uh, I do have him. He looks phenomenal. So he does. And I'm going to tell you, Neck has stacked up the game on these. Like mm-hmm. I got the, I got him, and I got Homelander and Starlight. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, like out of the box, no problem switching things, no problem posing. Like they're solid. Um, so whatever they're doing. They did it right because these nice. are not like we've seen in the past. That's um, cool. That's good to DC know. Figures. The uh, the the McCready figure from uh, the thing that just hit Target is uh, the same way. Like really, really solid figure. Yeah. Like all the swappable parts, uh, you know, like come off and on like super easy. You know, and yeah. He was great because he came with so freaking many. Like he's got like three heads, a hat, two different like pieces of eyewear that can come off, plus That's like. Insane alternate hands like in his gloves and like you know a really cool little effect they did where he has a pair of bare hands too and then the cuffs of the gloves are actually separate pieces that can come off of the sleeves Mm -hmm. so i was like wow so that's actually like that opens up like so many options it's a really really clever little uh design you know what's what's crazy um i'll show you that i i did in the review last night um for homelander they've got a new knee joint and mm-hmm. I don't know if they've done it with other things where it's um, it's two parts. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like when I was first posing it, I thought I was I thought I was breaking it at the boot because yeah. I was doing it from this angle and I thought it was just a twist joint. Uh-huh. And then when I realized that it's a second joint and they did it with the elbows, too. Yeah. So it takes the pressure off of those really thin pegs that they usually use just in general, yep. like everybody does yeah. it. Um, but it takes the pressure off of it. So it's like, and they did the same thing with Starlight, um, where they gave her the double, like the extra knee, like the knees, like a, a, a significant part of the leg. Yeah. So they're doing some really good stuff there. I'm telling you. Like, it's been I fun. like it for function. I like it for functionality. I know a lot of people are really upset because April O'Neill from the movie is going to have those double knees and like, um, some people are really not happy with the overall, like the aesthetic of it. Like, I don't mind. Cause I'm like, you know what? Like it looks cool. Like I, like I'm fine with that, but cause it kind of like, you know, it, it shrinks the knee a little bit. Uh, so the, the top and the bottom of the leg, but I'm like, but that's the way anatomy works. Like, right. You know, well, the knee like, is smaller than like the rest of a leg. And as long as she, like, I forget that she wearing boots in, no, thing. no, no. She just has like uh, she just has like bare legs with like stockings on. So, so I'd be and then, interested, like, uh, um, like high heel shoes. I'd be interested to see because on Starlight, like yeah. from the front, you can only see the one knee joint. But yeah. When you turn it around, mm-hmm. you can see it's doubled. So I wonder how it's going to look on April because the boot really hides that second joint. Definitely, it gives yeah. it because I again, this is where I figured it out. Where I thought I was going to pop her 
her whole bottom leg off. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, great, here's going to be the snap. And then I was like, oh, no, that's a joint. Okay. Um, so I, I think it's a really good move. It's, I'd rather it, it was safer than, like, 100%, like, smooth aesthetically. Like, Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. So I haven't opened any of my – I don't think – no, I have not opened any of my Ninja Turtle movie figures yet. Mm. I've I've kept everyone packaged, and the only I've opened Bebop and Rocksteady for the cartoon ones. Someday I will open all. Of them. <laughs> I've just I've held off because it's like I know that they're fragile. I don't yeah. have a space for them, so I'm kind of like, all right. If I don't have a space for them, I can't put them out, but I'm definitely keeping them. Like, yeah. So. They've actually gotten a lot better too. You know, they're part of this new like Nika Renaissance of like much higher quality control and the sturdier figures. Mm-hmm. Like some of the stuff they've been doing this year, like Rat King and Vernon, uh, were surprisingly like sturdy. Uh, you know, none of the issues that you know came up with a lot of the earlier like uh, earlier animated turtle stuff. So that's good. I was happy to see it. I'm kind of in the in in the perspective too of like, look, it's been <clears throat> a few years since the original turtles came out, and I know they re-release them, but. <clears throat> I'm like, look, if they break at this point, then it's just on me to fix them. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to, and and that takes a little bit of pressure off of it. Cause I'm like, okay, like I'm not going to like open them, pose them, you know, and then paint rubs and all that stuff all over the place. So, um, have you been watching Loki? I have. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? I'm so caught up on Loki so far. Uh, I like it. Uh, is the short answer. Um, so, I, so by the time this comes out, episode four will have come out. So this is spoilers for episode one and two, because I've got, yes. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, my, I, I posted this the other day about it, but, um, you know, my, my thing is, I don't know exactly why I like it because like, if there's two things I really, really hate, it's uh fatalism and bureaucracy. Uh, I think are the two worst things in the world. And like literally like the entire show, like that's the entire show. But my one thing is like watching it, I can't tell you if like, if I'm actually supposed to be on a, we're, we're just going to jump into spoilers. Yeah. Or do you want to like, okay, no, 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 no. We we Um, gave the warning. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I'm like 100% on lady Loki's side at this point. Like she's off there like slaughtering TVA agents, and I'm like, good, fuck these people. Like they suck. Yeah, like they're horrible. <laughs> so like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be feeling that, or if I'm actually supposed to have like sympathy that like all these like TVA agents are getting killed because I'm like, that's not that much of a threat. Like you know, these guys are kind of douches. It's it's interesting because I see people making some comments of like, um, about the sacred timeline, and. I think what's made pretty clear through the visuals in the show, yes, there's a sacred timeline, mm-hmm. but there's not just one timeline within that. Yeah. Like there are definitely branches that are woven. Like they said that like they were just wild yeah. all over the place. They have centralized them. So nowhere does it say there's only one timeline and nothing else happens because mm-hmm. we clearly have branched at certain points. Like Dr. Strange alone has branched about, 200 times or however long he was in that loop. Yeah, um, definitely. Where it changed things. So it's like, <clears throat> like, I, I think there's, there's, there's room for other realities within this. For um, sure. Which yeah. I'm kind of excited to see them kind of play with 
<clears throat> but this idea of like, I I get what they're uh, any I, you know we I was talking about this with my girl I was talking with my girlfriend and I said something like and she's like oh it's like Legends of Tomorrow, and I'm like yeah sort of. There, there's a there's a, there's a bunch of jerks that think they know better than everybody else on on how the timeline should run, and yeah. everybody has to fix those things. And I'm like, okay, I'm not convinced that Owen Wilson isn't a Loki. Yeah, like I'm there's just definitely not. something up with him. There's something different about him than yeah. everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out. Cause I like, yeah. I think he's great. Like, Oh yeah. He's like, he's really good. In it, and I've really been enjoying him. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like he's either, you know, it's going to be either something like that or he's going to end up being like a total patsy that he thinks he's going to have one over on Loki and Loki's going to end up like screwing him over. And that's going to be like the end of the season. Well, I mean, that's Loki, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. He, he, like they said it in the second episode where he's like, you literally, quite literally stab people in the back. And he goes, yeah, but I did that already. I'm not going to do it again. And he just uh-huh. looks at him and they go, yeah, no, they, you still do that. Like, you, yeah, you're still doing that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're, they're talking also that Lady Loki isn't going to be Lady Loki. Um, yeah. Or she's going to be the Enchantress or it's going to be amalgamation of Lady Loki and the Enchantress, mm-hmm. which I think is an interesting take on it, too. I'm good with that. Yeah, definitely. Um. Trying to think what else. I wonder if Kang is going to show up. Yeah, that's been one of the big rumors that Kang is going to show up. And it does seem like they're really between uh, WandaVision and now this, it definitely does seem like they're using these first couple of Disney Plus shows to really queue up uh, all the multiverse stuff that they're going to get into. And I think this is going to be like, I think it's going to extend beyond uh, beyond Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Like, I think the whole multiverse deal is going to be like a kind of I feel like they're not going to necessarily do another like big mega crossover in the sense of like, you know what the infinity saga was, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is going to be their next bit kind of connective tissue. Like, you know, first they had like, you know, the MacGuffin of like the infinity stones, right. like to kind of carry through the first three phases. I feel like the kind of, um, the sort of connective tissue of a bunch of the movies, not necessarily everything, but a lot of the movies is going to be this whole multiverse thing. Cause yeah. like, I feel like it definitely is going to connect into like the Ant-Man and Wasp sequel. Um, yeah. Oh, for sure. And like, you know, with that, like, you know, this would be the perfect opportunity to introduce Kang now, um, you know, kind of roll him in this way before he really takes center stage in that movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the judge or whoever's in charge there, I can't remember what her name is in the show, <clears throat> but I guess that she's Kang's uh better half or romantic oh, interest nice um in the comics like she yeah. has a connection to him so there's there's that piece of it um but it's time travel like of course like it, it would make a lot of sense for them to set it up that way um definitely but i'm kind of and then everybody's get, getting all upset because he said tom hiddleston said something in an interview that he turned 40 and he was wearing the costume <clears throat> And everybody's like, oh, that means that he was on the set for this or that. And I'm like, guys, you know they do reshoots, right? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. You know they go back and do things. So it's not just – it might not be that. Like, I, I have taken – I've stopped doing a lot of, like, the the theory things just because they get too crazy. Like, Yeah. It, and they're just not there. 
Um, well, for me, at least the biggest thing is how angry people get when the fan theories turn out not to be true. Like if yeah. people want to have fan theories, that's fine. Like, you know, have your fan theories, like, you know, pose whatever happens, but if it doesn't happen, don't go back and be like, Oh, this show sucks. Like, you know, like what the hell? Like, that's the part that I think gets exhausting. I, like is people yeah. actually getting offended about their fan theory, not like it proves they weren't doing it for fun. They were doing it to try to like show how clever they were. Well, that and it's getting even, it's getting a lot harder because the actors are getting misquoted or the quotes mm. that are being used are being misrepresented. Yeah. Um, and so it's causing this problem where I keep saying like, Marvel, please stop, stop doing these mid season interviews with these actors after every episode mm-hmm. Mandalorian doesn't do this and we don't have these problems <laughs> yeah like we just like I don't remember anybody getting all worked up because they thought Luke was coming like that was mm-hmm. like a holy shit moment where I was literally cheering in my bedroom like watching it like well for two seasons now I mean like their production has been like Fort Knox level it's crazy yeah and you like, would think with Marvel that they would do the same, but they're just not. They're just letting yeah. everybody out talk. Like Hiddleston said something else. Um, I forgot what he said. He said there, there was another interview with him where he said something else, and everybody's like, see, see, that's true. And I'm like, guys, like, come on. Like, let's just take a step back. Like, let's look what's actually in the – oh, that's what it was, the Peggy Carter thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the writer for the show did an interview, and these two guys asked him, and he's like, so, you know, there's a scene in episode one where there's a woman who looked like Peggy Carter in the background. And he goes, yeah, I saw that. It's interesting to watch fan theories go around and, <laughs> and like, just let it hang there. And the guys are just like, is it true? And I'm like, and in my head, I'm going, you're in a time bureau where people from different times are going in and out. And there's a woman in a blue dress with a 1940s haircut there's more than one woman that looked like that in the 1940s. Um, So I don't know. I don't think it was her. I think that would be kind of ridiculous if it was. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm really, it's, it's been a good show. It's been a little bit different. I, the more I look at it, the more I feel let down by Falcon and the Winter Soldier. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely the most, um, it was definitely the most kind of like, uh, stock of the three. Yeah. Uh, I still feel it ended well. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I think it, like, the ending, they really earned their ending, and I was very happy about that. But it definitely, of the three shows so far, it definitely did feel like the one that was something we've seen before, just kind of done again. You know, versus like WandaVision and Loki have both been like impressively original and unique. Like, you know, it feels like they're actually taking big chances, uh, considering like Marvel is like such a behemoth. Like, you know, that they could have done something really easy. But, they, but instead, they're like, we're going to do this weird, different thing entirely, you know? But I think what they're doing is capturing the magic of comic books. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if if you look at how the mainline comic books run, you know, like the Avengers titles and this and that, like, it's exactly what you see in the films. Like, it's what you mm-hmm. see in the films. It's what you saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier. But sometimes when they go on these weird sidetrack you know, mini series or maxi series. Yeah. Um, you get these different writers, different artists telling things from a different perspective and giving more depth to a lot of these characters. And that's they're they're pulling it off. And I hope that they 
continue to do that. Oh, um, me too. 100%. With, with the other stuff that they're doing. I think it's, yeah. So I honestly think, uh, even though it's not theirs, um, I honestly think the success of into the spider verse played a big part of this because that was probably like the most like insane, like batshit idea for like a movie yeah. in the superhero, like comic book genre. And I know that there's like, you know, there's ground for it from adapting stuff from the comics, you know, right. like in the whole spider verse concept. But at the same time, like, if you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, no, we're not only introducing a new Spider-Man here, but we're also introducing this concept that, like, you know, there are, like, countless other Spider-Men in other, like, timelines, like, you know, and, like, you know, they're going to intersect, like, in this, like, you know, where they're yeah. going to be pulled from, like, one, you know, it's it's wild. And the fact that, like, the audience was on board for it, you know, it helps that the movie just did such a good job of, like, doing all that crazy like bananas like sci-fi stuff and also telling a compelling story that managed to introduce all these characters and make you care about them yeah uh, you know which is like why that movie is just so miraculously good um but like i think if that tanked i'm actually curious to see how much of this multiverse stuff we would actually see marvel doing you know if they were like well there's yeah. no proven there's no proven audience that's going to stick with us if we get too crazy so um, it, I think it's just kind of interesting, you know, the, the timing of it seems interesting that like, you know, Sony has this massive hit with this like totally out there idea and like, you know, it kind of, to some extent, I think paves the way that they could be like, yeah, there's the audience is going to come along with us. Like they're going to trust us and they're going to give this a shot. I think it's one of those cases like with Iron Man one, where the studio is like, well, if it flops, it flops, but. Mm -hmm. why not just let us let the writers do what they do yeah and they did a, such a good job in character development and twists that i didn't see coming like i didn't see live being doc ock like when i was oh, watching yeah. it the first time and honestly it wasn't the first watching it was a recent one and the movie's what two years old now mm -hmm. um that i was watching it and watching aaron die and realizing, oh, Peter or Miles just lost his uncle. Yep. That he has a connection to more so yep. than his dad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, like, and I like, I, what, 40 years of 39 years of reading comic books and knowing stories backwards and forwards. Yeah. And took two years for me to see that moment as precious mm -hmm. as it was like i got yeah. it the first time like just the loss piece of it like always oh, got experience loss but i didn't connect it to uncle ben at all yeah yeah and it's it's one of those things where i'm just like it's just so well done like it's it just, is it's it's so smart it's so just well like they really like they connect everything together in just this really really smart way it's I, ugh, it's so good there's part of me that really wants it to connect connect in a meta way to, to Tom Holland's next movie. Yeah. Like to just have this moment of like, Oh, there is, an there are animated worlds. Like everybody's uh -huh. not 2d or 3d. Like some, yeah. some worlds are 2d and, and for them to like see it that way. And just like as a passing thing, like, Oh yeah, no, we don't go there. <laughs> like it's not yep. a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think would be fascinating. And like, that's the other problem. It's like, I'm hearing all these casting rumors and all this stuff. And it's like, for the next Spider-Man movie. And I'm, I can't take any of them because like all these websites are spinning it in so many different ways that you don't know what's real anymore. 
which is insane. Like I can't, like I know that they've been doing it for politics for years, but the fact that they're doing it for like Marvel movies and like this kind of stuff is like driving me nuts. Cause I'm like, can we just have, like, we know Alfred Molina's in it. Cause he said it was weird not to have the arms attached. Like that's yeah. a quote from him. But other than that, like nobody knows mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield laughing at people when they ask him if he's going to be in it. He's like, Nope. And I'm happy about that. Toby Maguire's not talking at all. Like, yeah. I, I, and well, it is. It is interesting. They're still like it's December, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's there's no trailer. There's no anything. No, there was supposed to be a trailer. Supposedly, did I send you the thing that Jesse Falcon posted? No, no. So I, I kind of want to send it. To- so Jesse Falcon, a couple weeks ago, I'll never find it. It's weeks old. It's like four weeks old now. Um, posted Spider-Man Far, or No Way Home trailer. Oh, and, I remember seeing that, but I thought it was a bum link to no, like some like fan-made thing. No, it was a Rickroll. Like it was. Oh, really? You saw the trailer, you saw the opening, and nice. then it was like, and then it went right into it. And I was like, nah. oh, of all people, like we trusted you. We thought you actually posted it. That's pretty great. Um, it was. It was great. It was masterful. Like he did, and it was the day that it was supposed to drop, and all this stuff. Like it was just like this perfectly timed thing. Um, but yeah, I thought it was supposed to drop like two or three weeks ago, um, and now they said it was supposed to drop with Peter Rabbit. But I think Peter Rabbit came out this week. Yeah, that's out now. So that was the next Sony release. Mm-hmm. So everybody was saying, "Oh, Sony's going to drop it with Peter Rabbit." Hmm. Didn't drop. Clearly. Interesting, yeah. So I have to I if I'm gonna make an assumption, if they were gonna put it with anything, they're gonna put it with Black Widow just to get people in the doors. Yeah, no, that would make sense. So I'm just yeah. thrilled. I'm I'm absolutely thrilled. I love Tom Holland as Spider Man. Oh just, me too. Maybe they're trying to give some distance for uh from uh Chaos Walking that finally uh finally dropped on uh D V D a couple weeks ago with him and Daisy Ridley. <laughs> I have not seen it. I have heard it's a disaster though. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for um, Uncharted either with him and Mark Wahlberg running around like Indiana Jones. Yeah, like he's playing Nathan Drake though, right? Yeah. Not Mark Wahlberg. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg's playing which, Sully, right? Is it, is it Sully? I think, I think so. I don't, yeah. I've only just, played like I don't know. That two. casting seems so weird to me. Like I'm not even a huge like Uncharted guy by any means, but like that seems like such weird casting to me. <laughs> Yeah, you'd expect like a younger Nathan Fillion type for for that yeah. guy. Like mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Like that kind yeah, of like yeah. not mm-hmm. Tom Holland. <laughs> Just not. Yeah. Um So are you going to see Black Widow in the theater? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. That'll cause... be that'll be my next movie. Yeah, I was like I I've actually um you know since things have been better, you know, and I've been vaccinated and stuff, um I've actually been to the theater a couple of times uh you know cuz I just missed it so much and I was like, you know what? A lot of the theaters by me like people aren't going. Mm-hmm. Uh so like they're mostly empty. Uh I want to do at least what I can to like you know help keep my favorite ones afloat. Mm-hmm. Um you know cuz like I would really hate for just, uh, you know, theater. I'd hate for two things to happen, like, you know, on the other side of this pandemic. Number one is for all the theaters to shut down. Number two is I also don't want just the, like, you know, independent, like, mom and pop theaters to shut down and then get, like, bought out by, like, Lowe's and, uh, you know, Lowe's and the, the big corporate chains, yeah. you know, because I don't know. I always prefer, like, you know, the independent places to, like, you know, your AMCs and, like, stuff like that. So, 
Yeah, I know you. I I'm the opposite. I like comfort. Mm. So yeah. if it's not comfy and like really good sound and and picture quality, mm. yeah, like I've I've walked out before of like just mm. being like, oh no, this just no, I want my money back and like gone somewhere else. Yeah. So just I, because like, listen, if I if I want that, like I have a big screen TV, like I do, and I have a pretty good surround sound system if I ever hook it up. Then I'm like, look, if I'm going to pay a lot of money, I already have a 70 inch TV at my house. Like it's, it's really good and yeah. it's probably on par or better quality than, than some of the mom and pop stuff. And like, I yeah. get it. I get, I, I understand what you're saying because I've been doing that with like comic shops. Like I've been trying to frequent like these toy shops when I can, um, and have the money to rather than buying, um, just straight from Walmart and Target trying yeah. to support them. <clears throat> it's not always the easiest thing to do, but, um, but I, I get that perspective. Um, I went to the first, first show a couple, last weekend. It was trippy. It was very trippy mm-hmm. to be back in a theater. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I inhaled an entire box of popcorn cause because I have not had movie popcorn in almost two years. Like, mm-hmm. so that was nice, but yeah, no, I'm, I've been toying with black widow. I'm definitely going to go see Shang-Chi and definitely want to see Spider-Man and the Eternals. Yeah. Black Widow, I'm kind of just like, I don't know. Like, that that's a harder sell for me um, to see it in the theater, but we'll see. I just think it's funny that I still don't really, considering it's been in the can for so long and, like, you know, yeah. like, been, like, delayed so many times, uh, so many trailers and so much promotional stuff for it, like... I still don't really know what it's about beyond the broad strokes. So that's actually what has me like interested in that one. Yeah. Like, and I'm surprised that the thing about taskmaster hasn't leaked yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how, unless it's not a thing. Yeah. Like, it's the only thing I can think of, like to be delayed this long and have so many different products come in and out. Can, think about wonder woman, like how many times they stopped and started with the promotional stuff and how many times cheetah stuff got thrown out. Yeah. That like, absolutely just kind of ruin that piece for some people. And like, I'm like, how did, how are they keeping this under wraps? Unless it's just, it's a non-issue. Like it's one of those yeah. things where everybody expects it to be an issue. So it's not really an issue. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. But know. it's stuff like that, that has me curious about it. Yeah. You know, that and the fact that's uh, you know, everyone, like the, the early reviews that popped earlier this week kept saying that like the standout of it is Florence Pugh as uh Yelena. And yeah. like, I'm there for that because, like, Florence Pugh, 100%, uh, you know, 100% big fan over here. So, yeah, no, I think they're all, I, I'm excited to see everybody's part in it and the toys, the new, the new two pack that just came out. Um, and, and some of the theories that have been running around. I'm really curious to see how it all plays out. Like, I'm excited yeah. for it. It's just, is it, is it movie theater excited? Because the theaters around us, they're kind of screwing with us a little bit mm-hmm. with the pre sales. Um, so they're not posting their full slate of possible showings. Oh, interesting. So like I went to get tickets for a movie last week and they only had it playing once Mm -hmm. that day. It was a Saturday. They only had it playing like at seven 30 or, or yeah, like four, it was like four 30 and seven 30 and that was it. And at AMC in Plainville, they had it for $19 a ticket. Wow, that's was, crazy. Was the only theater they were playing it in. And then yeah. the day of, I went to pull up my ticket because we ended up going to Southington instead. 
uh-huh. pulled up my ticket and looked at like sh- show times for the day, and they were like full show times, and I was like, "Huh, that's really crappy." Like, yeah. if if you want to buy it early, you're stuck with like this, you know, very limited window, and mm. these higher prices because it would have been. With food and everything, it would have been upwards of like 60 or 70 bucks for two people to go to the movies. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you have it playing in the normal theaters. You just didn't give it to us yep. to pre-sell. And that's really crappy. So, yeah, that sucks. So, I don't know. We'll see. But um, Yeah, I haven't really, like, I haven't messed around. I've been, like, just getting into this. So, I've been, like, every movie I've seen uh, has been fairly late. Uh, like, I just caught, uh, actually, just this morning, I caught In the Heights, uh, which only came out like what two weeks ago or a week ago Last that was week. like the shortest yeah that was like the shortest amount of time from when a movie released to when i saw it like so i haven't done anything like day of uh you know day of release kind of stuff so what, what'd you um, think oh i loved it it I was, was good great. wasn't it it was really good it was really yeah. good i was really surprised yeah, yeah. no so. i was a, i was a big fan of it like it really got me especially the times that it just went like when it threw away reality completely for a couple of the numbers mm-hmm. like it just like totally like blew my mind like you know the one where the um the the fabric is cascading off of all the skyscrapers yeah uh just incredible and then like you know when they're dancing on the side of the building like just that sequence i was like how did you guys do this better than any spider-man movie has you know what the problem is i don't remember what that song was because of that mm-hmm. i was too yeah. distracted yep by their by the movement on the side of the building and thinking he'd make a really good Miles, like, mm. or Uncle Aaron, like, because he's older, like, you want Miles yep. to be, like, a, you know, early teen, like, a younger kid. Yeah. So, like, he'd be great as Uncle Aaron, like, as the Prowler. Like, I think that would be mm-hmm. kind of fun to see him. And I'm like, yeah, no, they did such a good job with that, that I'm like, I, I remember looking over and going, what was that song about? Because uh-huh. I, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear one verse. I was too yeah. enthralled by the by the dancing. Um, on the building it was just too good yeah so i liked it i thought it was really good nice so yeah big fan i mean i was like you know my butt was going to be in the theater because uh you know i wanted to see jimmy smith sing regardless and uh he crushed it they all crushed it i think they all oh absolutely great job yeah um and and in true in true modern movie marvel fan 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 ways there's there's an after credit and it's so worth it to stay and see it because it was really did you oh, not see I didn't it? Stick around. I didn't. That sucks. Oh, oh, okay, good. I didn't spoil it. Yeah. There's a really good after credit scene. Like interesting. It, okay. It made it like it might be like on a scale of like best Marvel after credit scene to like hmm. worst. Yeah. It it might rank up there with some of the best Marvels. Interesting. Huh. So yeah. Okay. Do you have well, HBO Max? it's still on HBO Max. So, I was going to say, yeah, yeah I'll yeah, probably yeah. rewatch it. Uh, I kind of like had an urge to rewatch it at some point while it's running on Max. So yeah, uh, I will be sure to stick around and scope that out. Yeah, it was good. It was it was really nice. good. Um, definitely worth it. Um, a little bit meta too. It was. I'm just going to stop. So it was good. Sweet. So you should nice. see it. Um, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, that's. But yeah, it's it, it's funny that that actually like you know my joke for the last uh, six months had been um, you know I'm glad I finally got to see that because like you know my joke really had been that like if you told me like if I told myself even two years ago that like you know there would be a summer and like you know the movies I would be most excited for were a Fast and the Furious sequel the ninth Fast and the Furious sequel and In the Heights that I was more excited about those than I was excited about like Black Widow I am I too would say you're crazy but. 
I mean, here we are. Like, yeah. it's not that I'm not excited for Black Widow, but you know, it's those two are the two that I was like, no, these are the ones that I'm like, I have literally for the past six months been like petrified of like, I was like, things have to get better and they have to stay better because theaters need to be open when these movies come out. Yeah. Like, I need to see these both on the big screen. Yeah. Like, even with HBO Max, like, I've been keeping up with a lot of the stuff that comes out on there, but within the Heights, I was like, no, I, I can't do it. I can't have my first time through on this be on the small screen. I, I want to go out and see it on the big screen. Yeah. And, like, even though Fast and like, F9 is not, uh, there, there is no stream, like, same day streaming option. Right. For it, but at the same time, it's another one I wouldn't do, even if I could. Like, I want to see it on the big screen. I want to see, like, I want to hear the engines, like, you know, just roar on, like, you know, the, like, theater surround sound. Like, I want it to be as, like, dumb and as loud and as exciting and thrilling as possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I bought my tickets yesterday. My niece called Mm -hmm. me and she's like, we're going. Well, I texted her a couple weeks ago. I was like, we're going, you know, let's get everybody together. And we've been, you know texting memes back and forth to each other for like two weeks now and she's like mm-hmm. tickets are on sale so i bought tickets for like the whole the whole crew and like thankfully the, the, like i love the fifth like i love the first one right yeah second and third and fourth were and eh. fifth one was like you know right up there with the first one for me and like you know the, the other ones have been good um but it was a thing that i had with my ex-wife and it was one mm-hmm. of those things where like the sixth one came out and I remember not wanting to go see it mm-hmm. because I just, you know, it was one of those things I had with my ex-wife. It was a yeah. really big connection with her and she ruined it. Like she, mm-hmm. she ruined a lot of goddamn things. Um, but, um, I was pissed that she ruined this and, and my niece called and she's like, you got to come. She's like, you have to come mm-hmm. see it with us. So I went and saw the sixth one with them and then it has become, Oh, that comes apart. Um, it has become a thing for us to go see see it. And so yeah. I am so psyched to see it this weekend. Friday night, seven o'clock. Seven yeah, of us. I'm, like I'm dying for it. I just can't they go to space. They go to freaking sp- well, it looks like they go to space because they put on the yeah. harnesses in the trailer. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just keeps I want the rock back though. I know him and Vin Diesel hate each mm-hmm. other, but like I think at some point before the series is over that he'll be back. I really do. I do too. Like, Cause like with like, I love Hobbs and Shaw. Like I thought that was a really yeah. good one too. Like it was a blast. It was yeah. really fun. And they built something there that has like, that's a little more spyish that like has ways mm-hmm. that it can kind of connect. And I can't, I hope that they connect the dots and bring it back together. Cause him and Statham and mm-hmm. just that whole last scene with Statham on the plane and the last one, with his like that was just so well done like it's great it's yeah. so good i like i've i've actually been like prepping for um prepping for nine by uh re-watching the whole series over the last couple of weeks and uh man it's even the ones i didn't i wasn't crazy about at the time like revisiting i was like wow wait in context this is actually like much better like i'm actually really into this like i was never a fan of like too fast too furious but like I had a blast with it this time, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's fun just like going back after the fact and being like seeing the DNA for all the like nonsense that they're going to do, like, you know, later in the series, like, you know, kind of set up in that one, mm-hmm. like, and like, you know, even just having like, you know, like having Roman and having Tej and, and, and meeting them, like meeting them in that movie. And you're like, Oh wait, like they're both here. And like some of that DNA is the same, but they're also like different literally completely different like you know and that but that like grounds this sense of like kind of like 
what I find hilarious where like, you know, by like, you know, F like, you know, F seven or F eight, like, and Tej is literally like hacking into like, you know, master computers and stuff. I'm like, this dude, like, oh, like we were introduced to him and he's like installing stereos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he can, he, he had the ability to, um, 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 mess with ATM machines. Like, yeah, yeah that was uh, his thing. Like n- yeah, now uh-huh. he can just like hack super. Yeah. Now we could hack into like, yeah, the Pentagon. Well, I mean <laughs> that, like, that, that, that scene, like, I think what pushed it over, I think what, so like for me at least, like it was an action movie, like it was buddy. Yep not comedy, but like buddy action movie harking mm-hmm. back to like lethal weapon and like yeah. those kind of movies, you know, die hard and like that kind of stuff. What really cemented it for me where they're like, Oh yeah, we don't care anymore about reality mm-hmm. was when Statham and Vin Diesel were fighting with the giant wrenches yes, and hitting each other on full clip and then just yep. get up uh-huh. and like continue fighting. And I'm like, that's like a 60 pound wrench. And if you yeah. hit your knee with it, which you just did, your knee would no longer be part of your body. Yeah, it would be like a Gallagher concert. Yeah. Like, it just, like, the, no, no. Or even hitting them to each other, your whole body would vibrate. Like, you would be, like, no, well, you're not there. And now it's just like, yeah, no, every people don't die unless they die in real life. And mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm still not convinced that Paul Walker won't show up again in Fast 10. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'd be I'd I'd be so happy if Brian did come back, but I don't know. Like I feel like I feel it would take away from the end of uh of seven. Um it just I don't know. Like but, I I am more convinced than ever that like F seven is like the the series true masterpiece. Like it's actually just like a insanely great how much stuff happens in that movie, how much bullshit like they pitch to you that you're just like, Okay, yeah, let's yeah, do here. this. Awesome. Let's, yeah. And then, like, just it literally, like, the fact that it ends with, like, you know, a thrilling, like, final sequence, and then it cuts into, like, Vin Diesel basically breaking character to just, like, you know, give a tribute to, like, his friend who died. Like, it, it's just, it's, yeah. it's insane, like, how, like, just, well, and how the- earnest it is, and just how, like, I'm like, it, it, no other franchise could do this. No other blockbuster that made, like, you know, a bajillion dollars worldwide could do this. <laughs> no, and and I and my theory, whatever it's worth, is like, look, if you write, like, you have to write Brian out, right? Because yeah. Paul Walker has passed away. Like, so you have to theoretically write him out. Mm-hmm. But in that case, you're writing him out to be with his family. Yeah, and I believe in this one, Mia's back with yep. the kid. It sure looks like it. So, <laughs> so that's why I'm going, oh, they're going to bring Paul Walker back at some point. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to come back from the dead. Like They're going to uh-huh. figure it out and they're going to this. This will be the CGI thing of like the millennium where they're like, oh, yeah, no, we don't need actors anymore. Like 100 percent. We can make this look exactly like him. So, yeah, I want to put it past them. No, I'm thrilled. I'm yeah. so excited for it. Oh, um, me too. All right, yeah. so we, we, we hit an hour, so um, I usually tell everybody, like, where to find your stuff? Well, you you can check out Bill on Zombie Casablanca and some of his amazing um, uh, custom work, uh, for sure, on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, occasionally popping here on for podcasts and some Toy of the Days here and there, so... Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for thanks for thanks for talking. It's been good. Oh yeah, I absolutely. We gotta hang nice out to soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody's vaccinated. I said soon. I want to get our little Connecticut group together at my house for yeah. like a you know 
fire beers and just nice. hang out and actually meet each other in person. Cause like, yeah, I've met a bunch of people, but like, mm-hmm. I don't think everybody's met everybody. So it'd be fun yeah. to have like a little small get together with some of the I have inner met circle. people and then, uh, I have met people and then didn't realize I met them till long afterwards. I know I had the conversation <laughs> with James so, the other day. I was like, yeah, Oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah. Junior didn't uh, tell us. Yeah, no, so. it was it was pretty funny when I found that out. Yeah, I was like waiting for him to show up at a place. I'm like, where the hell is this guy? And then it turned out he was there the entire time. So, well, I love that you what told you me mean? after we left. Yeah, because <laughs> uh-huh. I was there with you, and I'm yeah. like, oh, James never showed up. Oh no, he was here. He was the guy that was in the thing. And I go, yeah, nobody told me. Nobody uh-huh. told me. And Brian had well, met I him. Literally found out. Yeah, I literally found out at, as we were leaving. Is when yeah. I found out. He was like, oh, by the way. <laughs> Like, he didn't say it to I was me, like, and wait, I'm what, like, really? Yeah. So, all yeah, right, cool. that's funny. So, all right, yeah, no, that sounds like a blast. Yeah, uh, hanging out and uh, hanging out uh, with a fire, and uh, you know, potentially if uh, basking in the glow of the you know of F nine, uh, you know, perhaps some Coronas. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Um. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Cool. Cool. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!